0: good morning! morning. This Sunday is going to be all about making a joyful noise unto the Lord, so that's not going to be the first time I might ask you to repeat something with more gusto. It is so wonderful to welcome you here to United Parish. Please go ahead and have a seat. Here at United Parish, we proclaim each week that whoever you are and wherever you are on your life journey, on your faith journey, you are welcome here. I'm Amy Norton, the associate pastor. Kent
1: Ken French, senior pastor. We're glad to be up here with our chancel choir with trombone from Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. And also with Luke and Carolyn, who are our volunteer media producers today. Please thank them for their service today as we do this service. Yes. Susan DeSelms, our minister of music, and also our seminarian Yuliana is on a, a weekend away, but we'll welcome her back next weekend. And we have a special joyful noise we'll be making today with our United Parish handbell choir. So we're glad to have Thank them, them in worship, worship today. today. Also, also we, we have, have four, four folks, three today, today yes, yes, to who help, help us in the, the chancel choir. choir. One is sick
0: today. One is sick today.
1: But I want to just, uh, we'll do this again when the, the bass is back. But I want to just, if you would stand up, Nick Duffin and Margot Wegman, who have returned as our section leaders. <laughs> and also Tricia Kopko, who has joined us as a soprano lead uh, singer for us, <laughs> and our bell choir conductor. We will welcome Richard, our bass, back next week.
0: And if you are joining, with us, joining us online this morning, you'll find there's a few different ways that you can get involved. You can use the chat to greet one another, to pass the peace, to offer up prayer requests. You can also find in the description of the video a link to the order of worship so that you can follow along. There's a link to how you can contribute to this morning's offering collection. And there's also a link to our virtual visitor card so if you are new and you are online we invite you to fill that out so that we can reach out to you during the week and welcome you more fully similarly if you are a guest this morning and you are in our sanctuary i invite you just to raise your hand and all those who attend regularly to take a look and see the hands that are raised and maybe make a note and find someone to chat with during coffee hour after worship we are so grateful to have visitors here with us If you would like to leave us your contact information, you can do that with our digital visitor card on the tablets, or you'll find a physical visitor card in your pew that you can fill out and leave as your offering gift this morning. Because as we say each week to our visitors, your presence here is your gift. I want to give a special welcome to a good friend and
1: colleague of mine from my prayer retreat cohort at the Holy Wisdom Monastery in Madison, Wisconsin, to welcome today the Reverend Ryan Wallace, who is here from. Fairmont Presbyterian Church in Cleveland Heights, Ohio with his good local friend, Albert. So please welcome Ryan and Albert.
0: And now I invite you to take a deep breath, to settle a little more deeply into your seat, whether you're joining us here in the sanctuary or wherever you are online this morning. Take another breath, and breathe in the Holy Spirit, Breathe in the love of God. Breathe in the companionship of Jesus Christ. To maybe place your hand on your heart or your pulse. To remember that you are alive, that you are loved. And to let in your mind's eye play back this week. The moments that you were right in tune with God, and maybe the moments that felt a little discordant. Maybe those moments when you said something you wished you hadn't,
1: or those moments when you didn't say anything and wished we
0: had. We know that we all get out of step with God. We all sin in our daily lives, and we take this time to reorient our souls back towards God, back towards our better selves, back towards community. Now let us join together in our unison prayer of confession found in your order of worship. Most merciful God, we confess that we have turned away from you in our thoughts, words, and deeds by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We do not always love you with our whole heart. We do not always love our neighbor as ourselves. We come into your presence desiring to return to you. For the sake of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we seek your compassion and your forgiveness that we may go forth to delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. for all of these prayers that we speak aloud and those that we pray in the quiet of our hearts. Oh God, in your compassion, hear our prayer when the people say, amen. My siblings, my sisters, and my brothers, I invite you to rise in spirit or in body for some good news. I want to invite you to take a quick 360. Notice the faces here. Make a note that each and every one of these faces reflects a beloved child of God. That each path that any of these people have trodden is a path that has brought them to this place, that has brought them to a place that affirms that you are loved beyond measure, that there is always forgiveness on offer to you, there is always a second chance to get back in tune with God, to get back enmeshed with your community, if you believe in this kind of radical, abundant love, if you believe in this kind of forgiveness a little bit, or if you believe it with your whole soul, or if you just need to believe it to get through today, I invite you to say amen confident in God's love and forgiveness, we are invited to share it wherever we go, and we start here and now with a holy greeting. The peace of Christ and the love of God be with you always. Let us greet one another in holy ways.
1: Peace.
2: Thank you for that joyful noise. Today our church school is learning about celebration and how God calls us to celebrate. Again we join them in in turning to the Psalms, hearing the clear call to make a joyful noise unto God. Let us stretch our imaginations across time and space and join the psalmist in encouraging our celebration.
3: From Psalm 100.
2: Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into God's presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God, It is God who made us and we belong to God. We are God's people and the sheep of her pasture. Enter God's gates with thanksgiving and God's courts with praise. Give thanks to God. Bless God's name, for the Lord is good. Their steadfast love endures forever and God's faithfulness to all generations. In Psalm 150, praise the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise God in the mighty firmament. Praise God for her mighty deeds. Praise God according to his surpassing surpassing greatness. greatness.
0: Praise God with trumpet sound.
2: Praise God with with lute and harp. Praise Praise God God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise God with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the God praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For the word of God in spirit,
3: for the word of God in
2: Scripture, for the Word of God among us. Thanks be to God.
0: Thank you, Hanville Choir, that was wonderful. Will you pray with me? Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be truly acceptable in your sight. Oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Let Let the people people say, Amen. Amen. So the two Psalms that we heard Anne read for us, are fairly similar. They share a common theme of celebration and praise. There are some differences between them, though. While they both begin with the instruction to celebrate, Psalm 100, the first one that we heard, offers many reasons why to celebrate—that
1: we are God's
0: people, that we belong to God who takes care of us like sheep in a pasture that God's love is infinite and limitless, that God offers faithfulness for all eternity. And if Psalm 100 tells us what to celebrate, Psalm 150 is telling us how, with our whole bodies, that every and any part of us can be used in praise. Our lips, our cheeks, our lungs, our diaphragm, to play the trumpet or the pipe. Our arms, our hands, our fingers, to play the lute and the harp. The strings, the cymbals, both clanging and clashing. Our sense of rhythm, to play the tambourine. And any part of our body that moves offers us the ability to dance in our own way to the rhythm that God gives us. I think using our bodies to celebrate is the ultimate praise. We're using the entire gift of of our creation to praise our Creator, to shout God's love, to rejoice in thanksgiving, and to stomp to the unending beat of God's faithfulness. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, the first of the two psalms starts. Serve the Lord with gladness. I learned while preparing this sermon that the Hebrew verb for serve was the same as the verb used for worship.
1: To worship
0: God is to serve God and we are called to worship with gladness just as much as we are called to cry out our laments. Now, When I think about worshiping with gladness and that cacophony of a joyful noise, I remember chapel services at a school that I attended briefly as a teenager. Now, Twice a week we had chapel, and then every Friday was something called Congo, which stood for congregational practice. It was just a chance to practice singing hymns. No harmonies or descants or going back and re-singing a line we got wrong. Just a good old-fashioned, mandatory hymn sing. Our choir master knew what he was doing, though. He'd pit the various houses against each other. The boys' boarding house sings verse 1, girls' day house verse 2, girls' boarding verse 3, and so on and we'd compete for who could sing the loudest. And I'll never forget at the end of that semester semester, singing singing Good King King Wenceslas Wenceslas during during Advent, Advent and hearing the boys absolutely belting out the line, bring me flesh and bring me wine, at the top of their teenage voices. It was hysterical. And after a stressful week, we'd always leave Congo a little more relaxed and a lot quicker to laugh than we'd been when we walked in that morning. I don't recall a prayer ever being said at Friday Morning Congo, but we worshiped. We served God with gladness every single time. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into God's presence with singing. That invitation in Psalm 100 to come into God's presence with singing got me thinking, what is it about singing that draws us nearer to God, that brings us into God's presence? And I think that Psalm 150 gives us some answers. That last line, let everything that breathes praise the Lord. By the nature of drawing in breath, singing is an entirely embodied experience. All of the different parts of our bodies work in harmony with each other to allow us to sing. Our pelvic floor muscles, our diaphragm, our lungs, our jaw, our tongue, our larynx, our cheeks, our nostrils, our souls. All of these pieces work together in harmony to direct and shape the air that we take in and exhale, our breath. In a choir, we breathe together. We conspire. We take in the Holy Spirit, the breath of God, and we use God's creation, our bodies, to transform that spirit into an audible expression of our souls, In those rhythmic inhalations of the Holy Spirit, we draw nearer to God through the act of song. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, the psalmist says. Not a beautiful noise, a well-balanced noise, a perfect four-part harmony noise. Those are all lovely things for our human ears to listen to, but the psalmist doesn't seem to be concerned with the aesthetics or musicality of our praise, more so with the exuberance of it. And I'm telling you now, God is as pleased with your entirely off key, tone deaf hymn singing if you sing it with the abandon of Friday night karaoke as God is with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. In fact, How many of you have ever sung karaoke? You know, where you can request the DJ to play the accompaniment track to pretty much any song, and the lyrics are projected on a screen, and then you get to sing it into the mic in front of however many friends and strangers are at the karaoke bar that night. And forget forget singing. How many of you have ever been to a karaoke night? How many of you have ever listened to or been subjected to bad karaoke. My friend group in seminary, there were five of us, two incredibly talented singers, one of whom was one of your seminarians, one decent enough singer, myself, and two non-singers. Every once in a while, we'd go to karaoke night at a local bar. Now, as the folks who enjoy karaoke can tell you, Each person usually has their go-to karaoke song, one that they feel pretty comfortable singing and can ham it up a bit and show off their chops. That's part of the fun of it. Well, our friend, her go-to song was Creep by Radiohead. Does anybody know that song? It's a kind of a weird-sounding song. I encourage you to go home and listen to it, or if you're watching online, pause this, go listen to it, and then come back. It'll, It'll give, give you some, some more context. context. It's a weird sounding song. It's a far cry from the mainstays of I Will Survive, or My Heart Will Go On, or Don't Go Breaking My Heart, or Love Shack, the typical karaoke songs. But this five foot seven waif like divinity school student would only ever sing Creep. And I might have forgotten to mention this before, but she was completely tone deaf. So she'd sing the first couple lines and everyone in the bar would shift uncomfortably, but expectantly, assuming perhaps she can't hear the track well and just needs a couple measures to find the right key. It happens to all of us. And then the first verse finishes and those grimaces turn to looks of surprise as they realize that nope, she just can't carry a tune. And then the surprise slowly turns to admiration as she belts out the chorus. The audience now clearly able to tell that she doesn't give a hoot about her singing ability. She is there to have a blast and to belt out some karaoke.
1: And by the second chorus, without
0: fail, she'd have the whole bar on their feet, singing along with her at the top of their lungs, their faces plastered with grins and laughter. It was hysterical. It was joyful. It was emblematic of this woman and her attitudes toward life, which makes sense to me looking back, given that she was Buddhist and very into the whole imperfection-impermanence thing.
1: Thankfully, her karaoke singing was also impermanent.
0: Psalm 150 is the end of the Psalters, the end of the Book of Psalms, this breathless culmination of everything that came before it. The psalmist, having already called us to lament, called us to confession, thanksgiving, commitment, covenant, questioning, serving, marveling, ends on this staccato list of embodied praise practices.
1: It's as if to say, geez, I honestly
0: don't care what you're praising God for or why you're praising God. Just do it. Just celebrate. That's it. That's it. There are numerous songs and at least one book that share the title Hallelujah Anyway, the gist of it being that there are indeed myriad reasons to mourn, to lament, to allow anger to bubble forth, to doubt, worry, or ponder. And each of those expressions of the human experience are precious in God's sight. They are each important pieces of our lives and our hearts to lift up to God. And they don't negate the imperative to celebrate and praise. Now, this isn't some toxic positivity thing where we're supposed to invalidate our grief in search of a silver lining. Sometimes there isn't a silver lining. We are nevertheless called to praise God anyway, to celebrate anyway, to sing hallelujah anyway. It's all the more important when we're all out of silver linings, when we're starved for laughter and can't find anything in this earthly life to celebrate, we still have God. God is still by our sides. God's love is still enveloping us as much as it ever could and ever will. And so, my siblings in Christ, I invite you to rise in spirit or in body to make a joyful noise with me. Now, last week, and again this morning, I gave our kids and our choir, they witnessed it, permission, special permission, to use their outside voices inside. And wow, was the sanctuary full of a joyful noise. Who heard that? Who was there for that? So we're going to do that again. But sometimes it's a little harder for adults to do that than it is for kids. So we're going to warm up a little bit. So first, I want you to place your hand on your stomach and breathe in so that you feel your stomach push against your hand. And let your breath out and try it one more time. And this time when you breathe out, I want you to get your vocal cords involved And you're gonna go, ha, (laughs) yeah, nice. It'll feel a little silly, and that's probably because it looks a little silly and sounds a little silly, but God doesn't care about that. We're gonna do it one more time. Ha, yeah, all right. And so now, if you can, I want you to perhaps stomp your feet in a rhythm with me. And if you can't stomp your feet, you can slap your hand on your thigh or you can clap. Just make it big, and bold, and on purpose. And so now, I don't care if you're tone deaf, because God doesn't care if you're tone deaf. We're going to use those outside voices. And you're going to let it ring out, and you're going to sing with me. It's
1: Amen. Let us continue with our prayers and stretch our imaginations around this space, beyond our walls, as we pray for ourselves and for the world around us. I invite you, especially in the theme of today, to think about those prayers of celebration that you bring into this space today. Let us pray together. O give thanks to you, O God, for you are good, and your mercies endure forever. We come here today with our hopes and our dreams and our prayers, and we are offering them to you, God, in this place. We pray first for our united parish community, for the comfort and solace it brings us, for a place to deepen in our souls, for a place where we can sing with abandon and dance like no one is looking. We pray for Jennifer's uncle, Jeff, who died in an accident, and his wife, Jessie, who's recovering from severe injuries, as well as for Jennifer's uncle, Keith, who had an emergency open heart surgery. We pray today for our dear brother, Rob, who is back in the hospital, for his son, David, for his doctors. We pray that he feels God's support and love from us and from God, God's self, as Rob faces another health challenge, we pray for relief and comfort soon, God. We pray for, for Karen and for her family, family, Cliff, Sonia, and Henrik, as she receives hospice care at home. We pray gratitude and celebration for baby Joseph's healing. We pray with Emily, who gives thanks for 38 years of wonderful career at Children's Hospital, and as she looks to retirement next month, and asks for prayers as she journeys into this new chapter of her life. We pray for Alicia and Phil and their great hospitality, for Susan, Shoeb, and Mohammed, our new Afghan friends in their home, for comfort, peace, and security, as together we seek to offer them refuge. Oh God, hear our prayer. We pray for those folks just beyond our walls. John and Beverly ask for prayers for their son Steve and his continued recovery from the after effects of a recent hospitalization. We pray for all those who serve and receive at the Brookline Food Pantry and Thrifty Threads here in our building the week. Your nourishment and comfort may come through these works of ours and for the reception Of those gratefully receiving. We give thanks for the Interfaith Thanksgiving worship this afternoon, the Church of our Savior, and for the beauty of a community where people of all faith may dwell together in peace. We pray for Dan, who is experiencing health setbacks and challenges for hope and healing. Carl asks for prayers for Echo and Skaya, whose grandmother was diagnosed with cancer, and is currently in hospice care at her home in Wisconsin. We pray for light to shine in their whole family during this season of transition. And this prayer for someone's niece, who's awaiting biopsy results, prayers of healing and comfort. For the prayers of these people just beyond our walls, O oh God, hear our prayer. We pray for the nation and the world, we pray especially this morning, God, for the people of Colorado Springs and queer people all across our nation. As we from the news once again at Club Cue, we pray for comfort and solidarity for those who are traumatized, and we pray, God of peace, that you will help our nation truly repent of our sin of gun violence. We pray for all the people around the world who struggle with environmental challenges caused by climate change that lead to the loss of habitat and life, extreme hunger, violence, diseases, and political instability. We pray for wisdom and openness for the world leaders after the, the recent COP227 summit to listen to all those affected by the change in our planet that we may heal and restore this God-given creation for all people and generations to come. We pray for all those newly elected. They may go with wisdom and clarity, with a sense of duty and the right sense of public service as they come into office. I invite us to say whatever prayers we have allowed in this space, seated in our pews, or either quietly in our hearts, as together We continue continue into into the quiet quiet and joy of this place. place. As Jesus taught us, we are now bold to pray together. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen Those of you who regularly attend worship with us in this space know that this is a time when we invite members to say something about how this place has helped their faith, helped their souls and their spirits. Today, our speaker Jason is at home with a kid with a high fever. So I, in the spirit of today, want to invite you to think about what you are celebrating today. And if a few of you are willing to say that out loud, I'd invite you to raise your hand so we can hear it. And I'm gonna start off by saying I celebrate today that not only did we hear from, from the fabulous Handbell Choir and Trish's leadership, and not, not only did we, we hear from fabulous kids and Susan's wonderful leadership,
0: but we, we also, also heard from Thomas, who first joined us about I don't know, six weeks, weeks ago and
1: made sandwiches to go serve on the Common Common Cathedral and today played trombone in worship. I celebrate that and say amen. <laughs> Other celebrations to hold up today? Yes, yes Anne. And
0: celebration for our 10 a.m. drop-in Bible study, which all are invited to in our parlor because it's a place to reflect and celebrate and to enjoy one another's company and learn from one another.
1: Christina. Christina has offered prayers for Adam in our prayers for the people celebrate today that he has a job he actually likes at Whole Foods. (laughs) Gwen. Gwen celebrates our Buildings and Grounds Workday yesterday. All the people who came, if you came yesterday to the workday, hold up your hand and to notice that the pews were polished yesterday, among other good works that happened to make our space welcoming. Uh, there's someone else. Elizabeth, do you have something you want to celebrate?
0: Elizabeth celebrates that
1: her auntie came from England today to visit them. Amen. Yeah. I invite you as we depart worship today to continue seri- selling it. Yes, Susan has a celebration. Yes, Susan, I'm going to give you the mic.
0: I want to celebrate there are two people who volunteered to help with the live stream today, Carolyn and Lucas, so thank you.
1: Amen. As we depart this worship today, I invite you to share your celebrations with one another in all the good ways God works in our midst. If you are a visitor with us today, your presence is gift enough. If you would like to support the ministry here for the rest of us as we do every week, I invite you to give generously. No gift is too small, no gift is too large. Our ushers will now receive our offering.
3: Out the
4: fields and scatter the good seed on the land, and it is fed and water by God's
3: almighty hands.
4: He sends the snow in winter and the warmth to swell the rain, the breezes and the sunshine and soft, refreshing rain.
1: Let us rise in body and spirit as we join in a song of praise, our dexology.